1: American Giant makes the durable, comfortable spring closet staples you need for work, the gym, and even happy hour. Made in America. Designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20. I'm solid to the crack Never change me and my son. The it can swap when we hang. I'm solid. Could touch the blue part of the flag.
2: Welcome to Sportfire, fan-sided sports comedy podcast. I'm your host, Adam Weinerman. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and being a little more serious than usual because of reverence. Very special show today, so we're going to skip the monologue and get right into it. The new film, Champion, starring Woody Harrelson, hits theaters this weekend. It's a heartwarming comedy directed by the legendary Bobby Farrelly of the Farrelly Brothers about a down-on-his-luck minor league basketball coach who is court-ordered to lead a team with intellectual disabilities and ends up steering them towards Special Olympics glory. To celebrate the release of the film, I sat down with Farrelly. After I got a sneak peek at the picture, yes, I'm VIP. Probably the biggest VIP in New York, actually. There are no bigger P's than me in terms of being VI. I loved the movie, and I loved chatting with Farrelly about the way he crafted certain scenes, Brett Favre's cameo and Something About Mary, and of course, the AAA Pawtucket Red Sox. <laughs> Y'all already knew, of course. Hope you enjoy it. Hi, Adam. How are you, man? Hi, good. Great to have you. Great to be with you. Uh, I really appreciate your time. Um, This film, I'm excited to talk about it. And it works so well, uh, in part because of how genuine the relationship is between Woody Harrelson and the rest of the cast. What was it like for you to watch that develop and flourish on set?
1: Uh, I I tell you something, that was the the most satisfying part to me is that my lead actor, Woody, who's a great, and uh, he's always great, he had such a good rapport with the, with the disabled actors, the Friends basketball team, there's 10 of them, he had such a good natural rapport with them, that it came, and, and that's what the movie was supposed to be about, is that he grew to understand and, and love this team. He, he didn't necessarily at the beginning, but it was there, and it, it helped so much that it was genuinely there. Like, we had so much fun making it that it was easier to capture it on film.
2: And what stood out to me, you mentioned that, you know, the relationship maybe isn't there at first in the film and it develops. Uh, what was so important in keying that in to me was the sequence really early on in Coach's time with the friends where, you know, you decide to have that montage where it shows their full lives off the court. You know, they're working in restaurants, they're working with animals. Why was it so important for you to include that so early and, and pull it together the way that you did?
1: Uh, well, that's a good that's a good observation because that is – That's key to this movie is that Marcus, Woody's character, Marcus, that he learns that they are well, full people. They have full human lives. They're not, he was looking at them like, I think like just a stereotype. What what little he knew about that community was something he saw from a distance. And so he had these, you know, preconceived notions and none of them proved correct when he got to know them. He realized that they're way more, you know, well-rounded people living, you know, distinct individual lives than he had given them credit for. And that was part of his growth.
2: And of course the whole, uh, you know, the film culminates with this spectacular sequence that's packed with all this special Olympics branding. How fulfilling was it to partner with an organization like that to help put this film together?
1: Well, it's special Olympics is pretty, you know, pretty awesome organization. They've been doing it for a long time, and if you, I don't know if you've ever been to one, but it's really, there's so much fun that goes on when you're there. Uh, we, 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 my son and I have had the, A.B., and I have had the chance to do it. Uh, we were at the World Special Olympics, the Winter Special Olympics, and we've been to a few of these events, and when you're there, you realize like the, the amount of fun going on, the amount of laughing, all that kind of stuff, the, just the joy, the joy in competing. It's really something. It's kind of magical, and uh, it, it, it's way more than typical sporting events, where there's so much emphasis on, you know, how did you perform, and did you win, and you know, if you didn't win, you should be disappointed, and all that. There's none of that there, and it, 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 so it's so much fun that we wanted to definitely get to that moment where that, where actually, where Marcus's character saw the world that way, where just the thrill of competing and the thrill of giving it your all is, is, is almost in itself enough.
2: And the ending of the film, I mean, you managed to weave all that together, where, you know, it's not necessarily about the winning. We're so used to these sports movies ending with either Triumph or Heartbreak, and and you found a way to, you know, pull Triumph out of Heartbreak. What what sort of went into crafting that sequence for you? Uh,
1: Well, the main thing that went into crafting that sequence was avoiding the cliche of what you just described, where people would expect that, and then they'd be like, "Oh, okay, it's a nice ending," but I, you know, I really saw it coming a, a long way away. Uh, and it, I don't like to do that. So, but you don't want to disappoint the audience either. You want to leave them feeling that that might have happened. And so, there's different ways of doing that. And uh, our character Showtime, who throws the ball backwards, you know, uh, he 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 enabled us to do that because he finally you know he finally hits the rim okay so <laughs> he had spent years of playing without even hitting the rim so it was a minor victory but but for him it was it was bigger than winning the game okay so anyway that was the uh that was the comic conceit of it but yeah we we were very happy with the ending
2: speaking of showtime he, he punctuates the movie with a lot of uh the Sam Cassell big balls celebration Um, were there any alternates considered on set for that or from day one, were you like, I know this is going to be the Sam Cassell dance. Like it just, it has to be.
1: Well, at one point I think we did film some other where he, he was a student of the game and he, he knew all the different, uh, all the different celebrations. And it, it was, there was more than big balls. He did sipping tea and, uh, i have actually drawing a blank on some of them, but some of these famous NBA celebratory moves, but the, the, we, we never beat the uh, big balls one, so that's the one we ended up using.
0: Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
2: Yeah, I don't think NBA stars have beaten that either to this point. I think that's still probably the best they've got. Well, gotten.
1: this year, uh, ironically, uh, uh, LeBron got in trouble for doing that on, the, on on court. He made a shot and then he he did that thing, and they I, they said, "Don't do that anymore."
2: Yeah, it's the only thing you can't like. Adam Silver is different than David Stern, but you still can't get away with it. They'll get you every time. <laughs> uh, spe- I mean, speaking of the modern NBA, I noticed I I'm a New York fan. I had to point out that Benny has this incredible collection of jerseys throughout the film, but he starts in an R.J. Barrett jersey, and it was really nice to see the Knicks represented in a positive light in the mainstream. Uh, how did that make its way into his wardrobe? Because the rest, it's like LeBron, you know, it's the superstars. And then you also got R.J. Barrett in there. I, I was really happy to see that.
1: I think the idea was that he, he's a fan through and through, and it's not it's not just LeBron or Michael Jordan or, you know, the biggest guys He that he, he spreads it around, that he knows the game real well. And... and Ironically, that the actor who played him, uh, James Keith, is that guy. He knows and he, he, you can talk football with him. He'll know more about every player on the team. He knows fantasy football. He knows all the guys. Like he has a he has a encyclopedic knowledge of, of sports. So I think we it was an o- homage to that.
2: Awesome. Um and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention talking about the friends, Cosentino, who is unbelievable in this movie. Uh, where did you guys find her, and, and sort of how quickly did you know she was a star? Did that character come from her? Was it written in her voice already? I mean, how did that all come together?
1: Well, we found her in, in a, the, the, you know, the we did an open casting call, and there was a lot of great actresses that read for Casatino, but when we saw this, this young lady, Madison Tevlin, she's from Toronto, she just, she's so confident and so she's so powerful, like she, you know, she really owns a room when she comes into it. And she she was just the perfect, when we saw her, we said, that's our, you know, that's our Cosentino. And she just, she really did, uh, she's a scene stealer. And I, I do think uh, that she's the type that she could be in many, many movies for many years to come. I think she is a legitimate star.
2: Digging in on your personal fandom just a little bit, um, you know, are you uh, someone who grew up in New England during sort of the heyday, of the seventies, Red Sox, you had Celtics dynasties going on. Um, Do you find yourself, what, who were your sports heroes growing up? Were you keyed in on the Celtics? Were you more of a Red Sox guy?
1: Well, you know, like, like you said, the thing about growing up in, in Boston is we, we had a little bit of everything. We had the big, bad Bruins. When I was growing up, we had Bobby Orr and Derek Sanderson and all those guys. We had the Celtics with Larry Bird and, you know, I didn't, I didn't see the Bob Cousy in all those days. That was a little before my time. But then we had a great Patriots run and we had a Celtics run. So it, it, was, like, it was kind of magical in that you couldn't, you couldn't just say, oh, I'm a basketball fan and I don't care about the other sports. Sooner or later, you, you were into each one of the teams. It would get you. And that was the most fun part about growing up there.
2: What are your memories of attending Boston sporting events during that period? Did you get to any in person as as a child and, and yes. you know young
1: adult? Yes, I did. I, I fortunately my my dad was a big sports fan, so he he'd take us to uh, he always took us to games. We used to go see the Patriot games long before they're even playing at where they're playing now is uh, Gillette Stadium. They they used to play you know at Fenway Park and all these lesser fields and they were just god-awful but we'd still we'd still go and have a good time but yes went to all the sooner or later we went to all the games yes
2: and I know you were uh born in Rhode Island did you ever get a chance to make it out to see uh the minor league Red Sox in Pawtucket uh because I know yeah I had a great appreciation for the way that you shot you know the minor league basketball scenes in this film and it it made me feel like you'd probably been to some of those minor league, you know, Triple-A Sox games as a
1: well, kid. Well, well, the uh the Pawtucket Red Sox, you know, that was a a great stadium. They moved it over to Worcester, uh which is you know, a, d- a different city of so they lost the team, but I don't know I don't know how because they could really support their team. That was a that was a fun place to watch uh to watch baseball. And you got to see because it's the Red Sox, you'd see a lot of guys that would go up and down or were about to go up. And so they, it had quite a following. It was, it was a fun place to watch minor league sports.
2: Yeah, selfishly, I I spent a lot of time there and and you're right, you get like, we had Jacoby Ellsbury there when I was, you know, going to the Pawtucky games and- Well, wait a minute, where
1: were you? Were you living there?
2: I was in college in, uh, in Rhode Island uh, around the time he came up and he was a rookie. So we saw him play there. We saw Pedroia rehab there. We did the, you ever do that thing where you put the baseball in a milk carton and dangle it over the dugout and they sign it? We did that a couple of times.
1: <laughs> I've never done it, but I've seen you guys do
2: that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was my childhood. W- where right did there.
1: you go to school? Did you go to Brown or PC? Or yeah. What? You went to Brown? Yeah, I went to Brown. Oh, it's a great school. Okay, cool. Providence is great.
2: Oh, Providence is the absolute best. I talk talk Rhode Island with you all day. Yeah, Um, I don't know if you have water fire stories. I can do those back and forth.
1: I do. (laughs) We'll talk later.
2: (laughs) Yeah, sounds good to me. Um, uh, This is an interesting week for someone who grew up a Celtics fan during that time. Because uh, you finally saw Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's scoring record broken this week by LeBron, right? Uh, and your relationship to Kareem was mostly as an enemy and a villain at that point. Were you secretly a little happy to see that record go down, or do you still have reverence? No, for you know
1: the the uh, as speaking only for myself, uh, and I, but I think everyone, most of the sports fans would agree, is that. We had a rivalry with the Lakers and of course you you know you you, know, you pretended like you hated the Lakers and loved the Celtics but you always had great respect for all the Lakers. It wasn't like you actually hated them and you wanted terrible things to happen to them. Kareem was an incredible player. There's just no denying. He had great re- great respect for him. So uh, I think it was that. Uh I you know I, but you know you got to give it up to LeBron, right? He 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 hung, I mean he's just incredible. I guess the greatest ever, you know. Points wise for sure.
2: Yeah, hard to ignore it at this point. Um Kareem and, and your Celtics got into plenty of uh, you know, tough tough battles of the finals back in the day. Uh some wins, some losses. If you could take one Boston sports loss uh from back then or, or more recently and reverse it, erase it, which would it be and why?
1: Wow. Uh it's a good one. Uh you know the the Patriots, of course, won won their five or six, whatever it is, Super Bowls. But that one that they lost against the Giants when they were 18-0, and 0, uh, that one, and I was at that game, that one really stung, uh, only because they they had such an incredible year. They had, you know, an incredible team, they were dominant, and they went into that game and they played, they played awful. And then, of course, the, you know, the catch on Tyree's head, and it just, it was almost like it was magical the way the other team won but it, it was a hard loss a hard loss to swallow for for us because they would have been written into you know into history forever going undefeated matching the, the miami but so that was a tough beat i can't think of anyone that hurt worse than that one
2: and i'll let you go on this um one other sports connection in your career that i have to can't help but bring up is the Brett Favre cameo that you finagled in, in something about Mary. How did that come about? Was Favre always the guy or were there ever any other athletes in consideration there?
1: Oh, there was. Our, our, we all we had a history of putting, uh, you know, Boston athletes in our, in our film. We had Cam Neely. Uh, and so on this one, we were going to go with, and he was the guy at the time, he was the Tom Brady before Tom Brady, was Drew Bledsoe. We offered it to Drew Bledsoe and he he was going to take the role, and he, uh, right before he was coming, he got, there was like an incident at, at a mosh pit in a dance club in, in Boston, and he got in trouble. And uh, it, it had a bad look, he, he so he called up and said, guys, I can't do it, i got to concentrate on football. So he bowed out. We went to Steve Young. He was, you know, and he he said, read the script, hysterical, but I'm, I'm Mormon, and the Mormon kids, they'll do whatever I... <laughs> whatever I do. And this is an R-rated movie. I have to bow out. So we went to Brett Favre number three, but that's the way casting is. We got the right guy. He was, (laughs) it's not always who you think of right away, but he was the right man for the role.
2: Of course. Well, Bobby, thanks so much for your time. I I really appreciate it. I really enjoyed the film and I, I can't wait to see the reaction and ripple effects from everybody. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks.
2: Bobby Farrelly, everybody. Champion starring Woody Harrelson hits theaters March 10th. And now, my final flame. So it looks like Daniel Jones will be the quarterback of the New York Giants for quite a while. Guess $40 annually doesn't get you what it used to anymore. It used to get you the entire isle of Manhattan. At least, that's what my forefathers paid for it. They paid in beads, feathers, and cashier's checks. I'm related to Peter Stuyvesant. Either way, it seems like the future of the QB position is going up, up, up. Good for the NFL for finally recognizing its importance. Quarterbacks are like the point guards of football. Play without one for too long and you'll be swinging and missing plenty. And that's a soccer goal. The biggest winners of Jones' deal? That would be Jones' friends and family who will be taken care of financially and can leverage his contract in potentially more lucrative deals with QB-less teams like the Panthers and Falcons. Imagine the embarrassment on Daniel Jones' face when his cousin Marv brings an $84 million guaranteed deal with Atlanta to the Thanksgiving dinner table. Awkward. Check, please. And pass the peas with the check. I want the check. Like it or not, but mid-tier quarterbacks like Jones making lofty sums is the new reality. But it's not just football. Even mid-tier presidents get to live in the White House. The worst baker you know is a multi-millionaire. And don't even get me started on influencers. I love them! But they don't make half of Don Lemon's contract and it's a damn shame. Justice for influencers. In 2023, everyone gets what they want even if the sticker shock will have you begging someone to pass the peas With the check, I want the check. Simply existing at the position seems to be worth a number that'd make Joe Montana blush, puke, then blush again after looking at his own puke. Before too long, rookies will be holding out after the draft for a five-year extension, while Alabama's top recruits will be begging for their running back's Bojangles money. And that's just the way life is. In an unrelated story, zero NFL teams have any interest in signing former MVP Lamar Jackson, at any cost. Ah, that's the opposite of what I've been ranting about for the past 18 or so minutes. But just like in my aunt's gravy bowl, there's probably nothing unsavory going on there. It's all savory. And that's just the way life is. God, what is going on with that, really? My sincere thanks to Bobby Fairley. We'll see you in two weeks.
0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.